0: ever made a mistake in your life raise your hand ah easily answered wasn't it well today we're going to talk about a prodigal prophet and uh, not the prodigal son the prodigal prophet his name is Jonah but you know Jonah is not the center the central character of the book of Jonah he's not mentioned as much as the central character And it's not the great fish either. The central character of the book of Jonah is God. And our message this morning is on the God of second chances. We're going to be in Jonah chapter 3. To catch you up in the story, in chapter 1, God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and preach against that great city. But instead, Jonah ran from God. God said, go east. Jonah said, I'm going west. And uh, he went and the Bible says this listen to this, he when he ran from God he went down to Joppa he went down into a ship he went down to sleep later on we hear that he goes down into the sea when the other sailors find out it was him that the storm was all about and finally he goes down into a great fish in chapter 2 uh, Jonah takes a three-day Mediterranean cruise (laughs) you know and uh, he didn't get to see many sights from where he was in the belly of the fish but during that cruise he got into his prayer closet which I think is right next to the kidney and he begins to pray and all of chapter 2 is a wonderful prayer that he has and at the end of the chapter he is thrown out onto dry land that's where we're gonna pick up the story today in Jonah chapter 3 and I'm going to invite you to stand with me in honor of God's Word and I'm going to read the first five verses and the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time saying arise go into Nineveh that great city and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee so Jonah arose went into Nineveh according to the word of the Lord now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days journey and Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey and he cried and he said yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown the Ninevites believed God they proclaimed a fast and they put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them may God bless the reading and the hearing of his word let's pray heavenly father as we've already admitted today we have made mistakes there are things in our life that we have done we wish we've never done but yet god there they are so many times those things keep us from doing what you have for us and you never intended that to be you are truly the god of second chances i pray god that you would speak that into the hearts of these your people today and i pray it in jesus name amen you may be seated This morning I want to share with you three things that Jonah found out about God in his experience and these three things are were true for him and they are true for you speaking of truth I, I believe with all of my heart mind soul body spirit Jonah is a true story it's not a fable and my reasoning is Jesus said as jonah so jonah was real and jonah found out some things about god that we need to know we need to understand because we may be right now sitting today on the sidelines thinking my past has ruined everything and beloved i want you to know that it has not it has not number one jonah found out that god gives second chances that first verse says now the word of the lord came to jonah the second time God emphasizes those words the second time. It underscores God's determination to get the message to Nineveh, but not just that, but to use Jonah in executing that message. In other words, Jonah quickly found out that God gives second chances. And and I'll, I'll tell you this, God gives third chances, fourth, fifth, sixth. His, his mercy is unlimited. His grace is greater than anything we could ever imagine. How many of you remember Etch-a-Sketch? Remember Etch-a-Sketch? That little blue box and the two white buttons on it, you could go up, you could go down. Real People got real good at it, and they could draw pictures and words and all that. But here's the thing about Etch-a-Sketch. When you're done and your wife wants to take it away from you, you can turn it upside down and give it a shake, and it's gone it's a clean slate you don't have to worry uh, about it because you can start all over again well that's exactly what God does when we make a mistake and disobey him now listen he will chastise us if he didn't we're not his child right and that what the Bible teaches us he only chastises his own children he chastises us maybe gives us a broken wing or something I don't know but um, He'll bring the chastisement into your life. And when we repent, now here's the key. When we repent, he lets us start all over again. God gives second chances. Right after I graduated high school, a couple of years ago, I went into the Air Force. I wanted to serve my country, and I, I joined up and uh i had been safe for several years at that point and had been serving in ministry and doing things in my church and i saw my path as going into the air force to serve god i was going to continue to be an outreach for him and and to to meet people all over the world wherever the job took me and and tell about him but it didn't work out that way you know 18 19 years old you get out on your own you do some dumb things and and i went a different way i started living for myself but even through that time god was looking past my failures he was looking past my broken promises and he allowed me that's key he allowed me to do some wrong make some wrong choices because he knew in his foreknowledge that i would return to him he knew that i would go in the wrong direction for a while But I would soon return. Now I was never in the belly of a great fish, but I was in the Bethesda Medical Center for several weeks, and it was in that ICU room that I looked up to heaven because I was at the end of my rope, and I cried out to God, and 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 he he he, well like we sang, redeem me. He he brought me back in. The prodigal son had returned and and beloved i've been serving him now for over 40 years god rescued me and like the psalmist said he pulled me out of that horrible pit that miry clay and he set my feet on a solid rock he set my feet on the lord jesus christ not many uh not many years after that just a few years after that god called me to preach the same guy who who walked away from him that same guy who did not serve him he called me to preach and i haven't looked back since because god made it to where old things were passed away behold all things were now new he redeemed me he he, I, i i know i haven't looked back but i found myself as being forgiven i was loved of my father i'm so glad god gives second chances and jonah's experience reminds us that as a child of god we can begin again no matter how long it's been that you've been away from god no matter how wrong the things that we have done we can be used of god again you know there's not many second chances in this world we we live in a world that says it's now or never we live in a dog-eat-dog dog world. You know, I wonder if anybody ever said that to Jesus. You know, we just live in a dog-eat. You know what Jesus would say? Quit living with the dogs. I mean, that's simple, right? Um, we what, what makes sense is that the dogs of this life that we sometimes lie down with are the the failures, the past failures and we allow them to continue to tell us what we can and cannot do we don't need others making us feel worse about our failures think about it as a christian our failures can leave us feeling like god could never use us again like god could never bless us again and that we are now useless to god's work and to god's plan. just as we see in the book of jonah god gave jonah a second chance and beloved god will give you that second chance god will give you another chance and he will use you again for his glory for his church just remember it's not every day that you find someone who will give you a second chance much less someone who will give you a second chance every day but in christ jesus we find both He will give you a second chance. Jonah found out that God is a God of second chances. And secondly, Jonah found out that God still had a plan for his life. Verse 2, God said to Jonah, arise, go to Nineveh. The same same thing, go to Nineveh, that great city, preach the message that I will give you. Well, I tell you what, we serve an awesome God. He not only forgives us, he puts us back to work. He still allows us to serve him he has a plan for each and every one of us a plan that cannot fail a plan that'll never change Jeremiah twenty-nine, eleven. you probably have it somewhere in your home for I know the plans I have for you said the Lord plans to prosper you not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future isn't that wonderful about God he has a plan for you he has a work for you now Jonah had failed but he was first called to go to Nineveh but his failure was only temporary now Jonah isn't the only person in the Bible who's failed I, I can and I'm not going to give you some obscure people I'm gonna tell you some of the the top ten people in the Bible who have failed like Abraham Abraham God told Abraham that uh, I will give you a a son you will be the father of many nations well he waited around a while but he decided he was going to help God out so he went and he had a son with his wife's servant beloved he failed to believe God but God doesn't give up on him God doesn't say okay Abraham you blew it I'm gonna go look for somebody else God still used Abraham to become the father of the great nation of Israel. Then we have David, old King David. God made him king, gave him a very special thing. What does David do? He looks over at the neighbor's wife and he commits adultery with her. And he doesn't stop there. He has that woman's husband murdered out on the field of battle. And yet, what is the testimony of God about David? David is a man after God's own heart see david repented look at uh psalm 51 it's david repenting of that sin and when we repent god can use us how about the new testament old peter right (laughs) poor old peter boy that guy could say some things that would just startle you he was the one who promised i'll never deny you jesus never deny you yet three times in public he denies Jesus Peter failed Jesus yet when Jesus confronted him on that that shore after he was fishing all night Peter repented Peter went back to serving God and he became one of the greatest leaders of the church beloved these these people I'm mentioning here along with so many others have failed God at some point in their life but God never gave up on them God didn't give up on them and God will not give up on you and what a comfort that can be when we think about God's best servants of the Bible make foolish mistakes but were used again he'll do the same thing for me when the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time it came with the same Commission the same mission the same work That he received the first time get up and go to nineveh that was god's plan for jonah all the time chapter one verse two that was still the plan in chapter three verse two god's plan for jonah had not changed now the lord has some things that he wants you to do each and every one of you if you're a born-again christian there are things that he wants you to do things that god intended you to do And they never get accomplished and you say well why why aren't they being accomplished one simple answer is we refuse we have refused to do what god has called us to do we'd rather run than obey now you're sitting there thinking well i don't know what god wants me to do let's be honest yes we do we know what god wants us to do don't we does god want you to be in his word every day say amen yeah he does he wants you to be in his word every day but what do we do we get so far behind on th- some things we'll go I- i'll get to this later god wants you to pray every day pray without ceasing actually but yet what do we do we we take on our problems we keep them to ourselves and we don't pray like we ought to pray we're supposed to be witnesses for his kingdom we know what god wants us to do he said we're to love our neighbor as ourselves We know that god wants us to be wise stewards of our time our money our talents we know what god wants us to do so today we need to just drop the excuses quit telling ourselves we don't know what he wants us to do let's admit that we have a problem in doing what we know that god has called us to do because if we start doing the basics if we start doing these things that i'm talking about just the simple things, God will open up other doors. Pretty soon, you'll look back over the last five years and go, wow, God really did something great in my life. When Jonah repented, he found out that God still had a plan for his life. And finally this morning, Jonah found out how much God can do with just one person. He found out what God could do with just one person— Beginning at verse 3 again. So Jonah arose and he went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was an exceeding great city, a three day journey in extent. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day walk. And he cried out and he said, Yet 40 days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. Not much of a sermon, (laughs) you know? That'd be like the pastor coming up here on Sunday morning, getting to the pulpit, said, Turn right and go straight let's pray but everybody coming to the altar after that turn right and go straight sermon and everybody just weeping at the altar before a holy god that's exactly in the hebrew five word sermon that's all he preached five words so i need another word turn right and go straight no that's five words that that was right can you imagine that so so something has to be going on here how can that be possible we have to ask what factor caused the inhabitants of this great pagan city to repent so quickly and so thoroughly the fact that the people of nineveh repented and turned to god would be a continuing mystery were it not for a Clue supplied by the Lord Jesus himself in the gospel of Luke chapter 11 verse 30 he refers to Jonah in these words for as Jonah became a sign to the men of Nineveh so will the son of man be to this generation now I'm not going to get into the theological of that last part but the first part as Jonah became a sign to the men of Nineveh Jonah Jesus indicated that the prophet himself was the sign to that city which brought about their repentance. You see, beloved, it was little more than coincidence that Jonah is sent as the messenger to that city that worshiped the God Dagon. Google that. Get the image. It is a, no, not now. Put your phones down. It is a, a God that was half fish and half man. Funny looking guy, actually. Um, the fact that this reluctant prophet was swallowed by a great fish, lived there for three days, or stayed there for three days, and then was thrown up to go to this city to preach to this city that, that, that worshiped that God is not a coincidence. I believe that the fish story that Jonah had opened the door for his message. The next question we have to ask is, well, what is the sign of Jonah? Well, can you imagine what you would look like or smell like after three days in the belly of a fish? It would change you somehow. Now, I'm no physician, but I would think that, Three days in those gastric juices would start to make your skin look different, kind of like bleach. You, the hair would probably be half gone, eaten up. Your clothes shredded, just and, and just the stink. Have you ever cleaned a fish or an animal? Oh, it's horrible, what's that, that smell. And here comes this guy looking that way, smelling that way, and, and this simple message, turn or and go straight the people said this guy's got a God who knows how to speak to us if he can do that what he's saying is true the city repented down to the last man from the king all the way down to the last man and God's judgment was stayed because Jonah surrendered to God Because Jonah surrendered to speak. Because he wouldn't let his experience keep him from doing what he was called to do. And God uses that terrible experience of his time in the belly of the fish to bring him glory. As verse 5 says, and the people of Nineveh believed God. The last question that I would ask is, what does any of that have to do with the God of second chances? simply put really everything i told you that when i went into the military my plan was to serve god but i didn't i served myself and i picked up some scars along the way alcohol abuse and bad choices that i made but you see god used those scars he still uses them today i can go to speak to people that some of you wouldn't be able to and say i I know where you're at i know how you feel I know what you're going through god will use the scars of your mistakes to bring him glory that's what the god of the second chance will do isn't that what paul was talking about in romans chapter 8 verse 28 when he said and we know that all things work together for good to them that love the lord who are called according to his purpose oh not everything going to happen to you is good beloved but god can bring something great out of what you've done because of Jonah's obedience God's power moved a whole city to repentance so as we close this morning we as Christians we need to realize that God has a plan for your life and granted some of us have really messed up we've run away we're we're far from God some are still running We need to understand that God still has a plan God has a second chance for you no matter how far you've gone no matter how bad you've gone God is willing to give you another chance and not only is willing to give you another chance he is willing to use you to accomplish his purpose he is willing to use us again to share his message to share his love but in order to do that we have to like Jonah We have to come to a time of repentance. Even the prodigal son came to his senses and said, it's better at home. We need to come to our senses. We need to return to Christ today. My prayer for you today is quit running. Quit making excuses. Return to Christ today. His church needs you. You're here this morning and you don't have a relationship with jesus christ that means that you are running from god you're running from his love you're running from his mercy you're running from his grace he only wants the best for your life he's not going to take away all your fun every christian in this place will testify to that he'll make your life better so my challenge to all of us this morning is to quit running from god surrender to christ today Christ didn't run from the cross. He laid his life down for us, and he died, taking my sin upon him, taking your debt upon himself, nailing it to the cross. And when we come to him, our sins are washed away. Everything that we've done, past, present, and even future, are washed away. He'll set you free. No matter what you've done, no matter how bad you've done it, You can come and seek forgiveness today, repent, and he'll give you that second chance. And you'll leave here this morning a new person. Old things are passed away, behold, all things become new. You'll have Jesus as your Savior. You can leave here knowing that when that day comes that your heart stops beating, your breath stops, you'll be immediately in his presence in your home in heaven forever. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for this testimony of Jonah, a prodigal prophet who repented in the belly of a fish, who you gave a second chance. You kept him in the ministry. You kept using him in a great way. And God, I I think about the people that are hearing this message today by whatever avenue that they hear it either here in the sanctuary or in their home. But I ask you, Jesus, to just touch their hearts. And if there's one person who is lost today, let today be the day that they say yes to you. Come this morning and know you as their personal Lord and Savior. And we'll be careful to give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory for what you do in Jesus' name. Amen.